This is Daisen Shui X, the podcast, episode 68 for the week of March 11th, 2007. Welcome to Daisen Shui X, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daisen Shui X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening in a little bit of entertaining. Sup, everybody? Sup, bitch? Yo. Hey, I ain't no bizacho. You're mine. I suppose so. <laughs> there is a familiar voice in the background, Huzzah! so let's say hello to him first. Julian. Yes. How the hell you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm um, excited. You're here. Uh-huh. We missed you. Yeah. Well, the public okay. misses you. Oh, I thank you. I mean, that's why they listen to this podcast, of course. That's right, for you. Right. Right. But I had a pleasant birthday. Fantastic. Um, saw my girlfriend off to the airport to go to Germany. Oh. Uh, that wasn't as pleasant, but, you know, people need to go places. So, uh, other than that, you know, um, mostly midterms week for me. Right. This past week. So that was pretty brutal, but I'm back on track. I used my birthday money to buy uh, Yoshi's Island DS. Nice. I have it. Haven't played it yet because I'm busy with my 20 bazillion other DS games. Mm. As well as the His Dark Materials trilogy, which, believe it or not, I've never read. Never heard of it. It's uh, books. So we're glad to have you back, and we're actually going to see you in person next week. So that's kind of cool. That is very true. Cool stuff. Julian's going on a grand tour. Uh, I, I guess. Well, we look forward to seeing you in person again. Right. Well, let's say hello to Mary over Hi. here to my less than proverbial right. How are you? I'm stuffy. You are stuffy. You're a stuffed up. Stuffed Don't up. Don't Tarted up. <laughs> dolled up. You ain't no dolled up. True. Question but mark. It's the weekend. Yep. Always a good thing. Looking forward to rest of the weekend, too. Right. Well, I haven't said who I am. I don't think. We don't need to know. Uh, it could sure be the mystery do. man. Uh, I am Mike Labrie. Perhaps you know me as Vegito EX. And oh, I guy. am uh, here in this fine evening speaking with you, too. We have Dragon Ball news. We have a Dragon Ball topic. We have some Dragon Ball releases. And we have some Dragon Ball emails. But first, we have a couple stuff things that we need to get to. I finally broke down and purchased the Saga of Goku DVD. It's not really a box set, but the two-disc set from Australia. Oh Good. It's about time. I know. Why'd you wait? You know, I think the last time I went to purchase it, they didn't have it in stock. And then I forgot about it. And it's actually not in stock right now. I think it said it ships in two to three weeks. But regardless, you know, they can ship it. And I did place my order. So that's exciting. Now, what this really leads into is it's kind of come to everyone's awareness at the same time that some of the Dragon Ball DVDs are, are they going out of print? They're like almost completely unavailable now. The tournament box set, which is the 21st Tenkaichi Budokai, and the first of the Red Ribbon Army sets, which is just called Red Ribbon Army, it seems you can't buy these anywhere. Oh, boy. Weird. Yeah, I'm very sad. I think someone's selling one of them for $300 what? on Amazon or something. That's what? just a couple dozen episodes. I know. So Highway what's going robbery. on here? I was able to find 
I think there was one of them, not one of these, whatever the next one is, is it Commander Blue or something like that? That's that I found on Deep Discount. It's these two that people can't seem to find anywhere, myself included. Now, I just looked on Z Store and they have the Red Ribbon Army set, but it's $37.98. Wasn't that what it, it was originally going for? Yeah. Like, I remember those sets being pretty right. expensive, and it makes sense. I mean, there's a good chunks of the, the series. There are, but considering that you can get the rest of them so much cheaper, I don't really want to pay about 40 for it. So my call to all of you out there, if you know of any kind of like hidden sites anywhere or maybe some stores locally that you have walked into and seen them, they have Funimation's uh, Tournament and Red Ribbon Army Dragon Ball sets. Those would be sets two and three respectively. If you see them anywhere, let us know and we want to know where to buy these. We'll buy them from you. Yeah, I actually don't ah. own those two. That'll complete my set. And what, we'll own like everything almost? Uh, well, that'll be the original Dragon Ball, yeah. So that is that. Uh, other stuff we have. Mary, we found some grand awesomeness on some more of your VHSs right. last week. And I do this every like four or five years. I realize I have all these tapes. I'm like, okay, well, these are like, you know, 13 years old now. Let's right. pop them in and see what's on them. Cool stuff. And- well, I don't want to say what it is. Okay. We're going to save it because hopefully we're going to have some cool panels this summer, hopefully at more than one convention. I'm going to incorporate this into one of them. So I guess after those take place, maybe you could find these clips if we put them online or something. You know, actually, I do want to try and put some of them up maybe on the YouTube, like all the cool kids do. At least one or two of those clips, because I don't think people... I've never seen this. Yeah. And, you know, it was I've fun been watching it. your face just go, like, what, what, what did I just see? That was awesome. I get mad points for having yes. such awesome shit. Greatest girlfriend in the world. It's Nerdiest true. girlfriend in All right, world. granted. So that is that. And uh, I guess we only have two more quick announcements. One is we're doing voicemails this episode. We've got cool. two voicemails we're going to play. Oh, yay! And Mary and I just wanted to give shout-outs to two people. Myself, I would like to say hello and thank you. You have... What's the word I'm looking for? Validated? Validated. The vast majority of things I do. Jordan from Maine, you're awesome. Again, I lived in Maine for five years. I went to go to a Bobby Brown concert in Portland, <laughs> where you say you're from, and not enough people went, and it was canceled. Uh, I think that was, maybe that was going to be my second concert ever, or maybe it was my first. I went with my dad, but it didn't have, anyways, that was a long ass time ago, and I don't know how Bobby Brown relates to that. Mary, your, your email, you just want to say hello to someone? Yeah, I don't know if she listens to the show, but if she does, Anita, thank you so much for that email. That was friggin' awesome. That's a great story, and I wish you the best. Indeed so. Uh, Julian, did you get any great emails this week? Me? Um, yeah. Oh, you know, the usual spam. <laughs> Make mm. your penis larger. Yes. Cricket. Uh, that's going to wrap up the stuff then. So let's move on into the news. Mary, you speak Korean? You know what? I can't even attempt a bad impersonation, so short answer is no. Julian, you speak Korean? I know people who do, but they're not I do Dragon too. Ball fans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this popped up on our forum in the last week. Apparently, there's something coming out based out of Korea called Dragon Ball Online, and it looks to be what I would consider the bane of my existence, the MMORPG. 
I have zero interest in ever playing any of these, and I've always been holding out that there will not be a Dragon Ball-related one, because I don't want to have to play one. Well, you don't have to. I know, but it's Dragon Ball. I'd have uh. to check it out. and I, It's the thing, like, why I don't do crack, you know? <laughs> I, I think it would probably be really awesome to do it once, or at least like acid or something fucking crazy like that. <laughs> Don't tell me this. Oh, That's geez. like an MMORPG. It'd probably be really fucking awesome to do for a day or so, but I'm really afraid because I have an addictive personality. I think. I don't know, yeah. maybe. That yeah. I would become addicted to it. And I don't want that to happen. That's a safe bet. Right. So Dragon Ball Online RPG would be crack to you. Exactly. At least it's not real crack. We are pretty sure that this is not an official thing. I think even if it was an official thing, you know, Korea is well known for the MMOs. You know, that's what they do there. But I don't think it would come out of Korea like that. And on thisisgame.com on a forum, you know. Do you think it's a prank? No, I don't think it's a prank. I'm sure it's just a fan made thing. Oh, okay. Fans are talented. Which would be pretty cool. I have no problem with it. Uh, we actually have several leads on people who can probably translate a lot of this and give us some more info. So if any of you out there are like fluent in Korean and want to take a look at this, you know, we can do the Alta Vista stuff, but no one really cares about those shitty translations. Like a real translation. Read through it. Let us know what you think and what's in there. Come post about it over on the Daisenshu EX forums. And, uh, do we know anything else about this? There's a couple screenshots. Nope. <laughs> it looked no different than other recent video games. Yeah. In terms of artistic qualities. I guess we should say it would be for the PC. I, I guess that goes without saying. Yeah. But maybe it doesn't. That is the news that I can think of for this week. So I guess we move on into the topic for this week. Oh, yeah. The topic for this week is something that has always irritating the living shit out of me. That doesn't really narrow it down to any one thing. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of things that bother me. But this is something that we all know and love to hate. It's the show. We oh, love no. to hate the show. <laughs> we we all love to make fun of inconsistencies about the show. Right. We're actually hoping, Mary, you and I were discussing this, maybe we can make this some kind of recurring segment on yes, the show. because I think we can think of enough of these. And we're actually going to have kind of more grand of a plan for this that we'll discuss after we're done with the topic. That'll be pretty cool. Whoa. So, Mary, like you mentioned, this is an inconsistency. And this is something that has always bugged me. It just, it's like, that doesn't make sense. That should affect so many other things if that actually happened. So, it's a filler scene that I would like to discuss. And it occurs in episode 101 of Dragon Ball Z. Ah, yes. It occurs in the Frieza saga, where, you know, filler is known to exist in bountiful amounts. Yeah. Oh, people yes. make fun Five of the show minutes. for Five minutes. <laughs> filler. <laughs> Dragon Ball <laughs> sucks. Yeah, we know. We've talked about it. We acknowledge it. But this is something within that filler. And it's actually not all that long, but it, I think it's pretty significant. It has ramifications. Right. So let's give a little context of what occurs in the manga. In chapter 323, everyone is being revived with Earth's Dragon Balls. This is where we have that whole thing going on where they're going to resurrect everyone with Earth's Dragon Balls, all those killed by Frieza, which somehow brings back Saichoro-sama. Uh, I think that's kind of loose there well, but he he died of grief right exactly uh, i think it's kind of a stretch but i can see it and with him coming back that in turn brings back the namekian dragon balls which brings back their third wish 
So they're doing the wish where everyone's back with Earth's Dragon Balls. And we see scenes of all the Namekians getting back up off the ground. We also see Vegeta getting up off the ground. There's one little panel of him there. And then the final wish is made. That's the thing where, you know, Frieza wants to make his wish, but Dende speaks it in Namekian. And that's how you make the wishes. And Poranga, you know, transports everyone back to Earth. We see a panel of the Namekians, then Saichiro, then Vegeta, then Piccolo, then Gohan and Bulma. And then they're all back on Earth. The next thing we ever see of Vegeta in this series is, like I said, back on Earth. And he's there snickering about how the one uh, village of Namekians that didn't make it back, oh, he's the one who killed them. And he's not one of Frieza's lackeys, so that wish wouldn't have brought them back. So ha 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 ha, I'm so badass. Sticking it to him. Right. <laughs> that little bastard. And then... And this is probably <laughs> kind of, I guess, spoiling the rest of our discussion. But the first time from here on out that Vegeta would see a Super Saiyajin would be when Trunks slices and dices Frieza up in the sky a long while later there on Earth. Right. Right. That th- That's what happens. However, let's take it over to the TV series. Like I said, we're in episode 101. Everything's happening just as it is in the manga, maybe a little more detailed. Uh, we really see Vegeta, like, pull himself out of the ground almost. Yeah. And you and I were watching this, Mary. He punches himself in the side. <laughs> and just starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> and you're saying, oh, that's so Vegeta-esque. Yes. Because I hadn't seen this stuff in years. I mean, keep right. in mind, I've only seen most of the Frieza stuff once. Right. And it was back when it aired on Cartoon Network. I never had the fan subs for this, so I really Mm. do not remember this. I pretty much don't remember anything beyond the early Namek stuff. Gotcha. So, you know, seeing that scene of Vegeta crack the shit out of me. And here's where things change for the worst, dare I say. Oh, boy. Vegeta then starts talking to himself, and he's wondering where Goku and – or not Vegeta – He's wondering where Goku and Frieza are, because obviously he knows that they were fighting, because when he died, that's what was going on. So he looks off into the distance and kind of sees, like, fighting things happening, like explosions in the sky, and he flies off there. And this is where it bugs me, because now Vegeta arrives on the scene and sees Goku as Super Saiyajin, and he's kind of happy. Which I may be able to see. But at this mm. point, Vegeta is still, you know, not even remotely considering Goku as like a, God, I don't even want to use the word friend. You Comrade? Know Let, let's just stop it right there and continue with what happens. Then we can get into our opinions. Okay. I apologize for trying to get there too soon. So what he does is he shows up and he's kind of smiling. He sees Goku, Super Saiyajin. He sees Frieza. And he, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he launches this kind of like pansy attack at Frieza. And during this time, everyone is being transported back to Earth, and so Vegeta just kind of blips, and then he transports back to Earth. And that's how that scene ends. So let's get into the ramifications here. Julian, like we said before, the first time the Vegeta would have seen a Super Saiyajin would be Trunks on Earth. Yep. What? I sent you this scene earlier. Had you seen this before? I had, a long time ago. Right. So watching it again... What went on in your head? Well, having not read the manga at that point, it was actually, oh, hey, he actually gets to witness the Super Saiyajin after all. Oh, that's true. Uh, If you hadn't read the manga, that might not have seemed too weird. Yeah, um, but then... You know, he he get a, go further on, and then he sees Trunks, and he seems kind of surprised. I mean, well, he right. didn't expect any others to be there, but, you know, so that maybe kind of put a little thought in my head, like, hmm, something a little bit incongruous there. And Definitely. then I read the manga, and that scene just isn't in there. So I was like, oh, okay, so it's actually the first time he's ever seen a Super Saiyajin, when he sees Trunks. Right. Now, Mary, you're the Trunks fan. 
That's right. You know that stuff very well. What kind of impression did you get from Vegeta during the Trunks episodes? I love that, you know, his pride takes a hit. Right. And at this point, we don't really, I mean, assuming you've seen it for the first time, you don't know any better. Right. You don't know that this kid is his son. All right. Well, when you eventually find it out, right, it makes it even stop, more delicious. Let me stop you there. Then. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> let me stop you there then. If you don't know what's going on, you're kind of playing the same role that Vegeta is, right. where you're in complete disbelief. You're also saying to yourself, okay, we have Vegeta, we have Goku, we have, as Vegeta would say, you know, the half-breed runt Gohan. There should not be any other Saiyajin left. So what the hell's going on? But it's very clear. He turns Super Saiyajin. Gohan confirms that he's seen a Super Saiyajin before. Right. He saw Goku mm-hmm. transform. So what's going on here? We're, I like that, that we're playing Vegeta's role almost as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Unless, mm-hmm. of course, you're a fan who has seen the entire series, kind of like mm-hmm. we had. But Vegeta's just... Ah, disbelief is the only thing I can come up with. And if I remember correctly from when we rewatched this the other day, mm-hmm. Vegeta's the first one to fly over there once yes. the fight's over. Right. So he's like, zoom, I'm there. What's this kid all about? And he's just sitting there staring at him on the rock the whole time. He's like, Love I it. hate you. I don't know why, but I hate you. <laughs> I don't know why, but I hate you. <laughs> well, I guess he knows why. <laughs> Let's talk about the ramifications here. If Vegeta had seen a Super Saiyan on Namek, like happens in the TV series, would his reaction have quite been the same? I think it would still be, I think he'd still be pretty shocked because like you said, the only Saiyajin that should exist are Vegeta, Goku, Right, he's still got that going for him. Right, but in terms of the appearance, you know, the physical appearance of a Super Saiyajin, I mean... Right, he At this should point, not he doesn't know what they look like, right? Right. So. If anything, he would have only heard from Gohan, um, your hair goes up and turns golden. Like, that's it. Right. Think of it, the impact that it has, mm-hmm. this um, idea that Vegeta, the first time he's seen a Super Saiyajin, isn't even anybody he expected. Right. So he's... You know, that's I the prize thing there. Th- this is the thing that really motivates him to go train for the three years after this. He's like, oh... Crap, I got a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now there's another one. Right. So he, he goes off, and I think that's really what sparks him. And I think it works a lot better than the way it does in, in the anime where, I don't know, not only does he see Goku as a Super Saiyajin, but he also goes off to train in the vacuum of space without a space suit, <laughs> chasing after phantoms of Goku or something. I, I don't know. It's weird. That was really funny to try and imagine. <laughs> I guess one thing we should go back to is... Uh-huh. Just talk about our opinions on how, um, in the anime, Vegeta reacts to Goku. You said he was happy? Vegeta would so not be happy about that. When we, when we last left Vegeta, as he was (laughs) dying in Goku's arms, I wouldn't say he was happy that Goku was going to be the one to, you know, avenge his entire race, but he accepted it. Right. (laughs) And, you know, pulling himself out of the ground to come back up, and this is what he sees. Like, yeah, that's what he wanted Goku to do, but he But that's just a kick in the nuts. Yeah, he didn't want to go that far. Like, okay, you really are the Super Saiyan that- It's like, well, fuck, put me back in the ground. (laughs) Exactly. So I think it does have some pretty important ramifications on Vegeta's, like, personality the entire rest of the series. If you really want to put yourself in his shoes from there on out. Yeah. I just think the way they, you know, portrayed his reaction in the anime was a bit off. I don't know what else they could have done, but... I would curse a little bit. But it doesn't It doesn't seem like Vegeta. I mean, I think he really would just sit there and stare and be like, damn you. Just kind of sit there and stare for a while. Yeah. Maybe sit there. Slack John, yogle. Ponder for a while. And then go, bloop. 
I'm back on Earth. Yeah. That would be pretty cool if, like, um, maybe they animated it as if he just flew up there for a split second. He saw what was he going on just and his him. jaw drops and then, you know, right. they zap him away. That could have been cool. That's true. Like, feel this sinking heart feeling coming out of Vegeta and then, right. boop, nope, you don't get to see anymore. Haha. And like I was mentioning earlier, what really happens is he starts going into that cocky Vegeta. Haha, I'm the one that killed them. Like, those contrast of emotions between the two scenes doesn't seem to make a whole lot or of sense. Or he's just overcompensating. Well, like, because, I really am a badass Well, after that's all. from the manga, so that oh, is yeah. what he should be doing. Well, true. <laughs> like, if he had actually seen Super Saiyajin Goku and then he was back on Earth, he should be going on and on and on. That's and true. ranting and raving and, like, screaming Like, and in the anime, ass. he kind of forgets about it, right? Because yeah. they're going by the manga at that point. <laughs> right, right. So they animate this filler and then they don't follow up on it. Pretty much. Okay. And that's... All I can think of for it. It's just something that I've always wanted to talk about. And I can talk to Mary about it, but it's better to, you know, talk with Julian about it too and make other people listen to my conversations about it. <laughs> okay. We have all sorts of other great inconsistency and filler-esque contradictions, discussions that we can have. So I'm really hoping we can hit up some more of these in the future. Here's what we're going to do. And I hope this is going to tie into something I want to do for panels this year, definitely, to have something Whoa. for people. We're going to do, hopefully it'll be up by the time the podcast goes up. I want to do a little video that kind of just does a brief recap of the discussion we just had and actually shows the scene in question. Right. It'll, you know, this is what happens and this is what the ramifications should that's my word for the episode ramifications yay ramifications is that the title of a Dragon Ball GT DVD from Fun let's uh, look possibly yes disc um <laughs> two right. well, no, well, they were just really really myself. stretching for words that end with Asian I think Asian <laughs> proliferation ramifications I got another one you could used yeah we don't have all of them on the shelf right there uh so yes there you have it check out the little video we're gonna do and I guess that wraps that up so we're gonna move on into the releases for the rest of March woo Julian, we talked about the Animanga without you last week. I'm so sorry. I know you love to talk about how much you love them and that you love to read them and they are love. Yep. Except they're not. <laughs> Never mind. Julian, what comes out on March 21st, finally, and we just saw a promo video for it that confirms the release date. So excitement. Okay. So coming out on March 21st is Dragon Ball Z Haruka Naro Goku Densets, the new DBZ RPG that's card-based. It's for the Nintendo DS, and it's $48.90 at PlayAsia if you want yep. to buy it. But there's an American release coming out, is there? Yes. Later this spring, we don't have a set date for it, but they have confirmed it as Haruka Naro Densets. Take out the only word that American fans are going to understand. <laughs> and uh, like I mentioned, we just saw the promo video earlier today on the YouTube, as the cool kids use, and the graphics look so awesome. I love the sprite artwork. I can't wait to get it. I think that's all that's coming out in March. There might be some other things, but... It's a bit slow. Yeah. Next month, start the uh, R2 of Dragon Ball releases. And the final of the Frieza art for the Redundantly Redundant on a manga. Boo. No, that's yeah. later. Well, well yeah, Boo. but that'll be April. So. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, Mary. Wow. You, yeah, you did a little subtle, Dragon huh? Ball joke. You just Wait, rock what? that dragon. Oh, groan. groan. Anyway, um, but I don't know if they're going to continue it. I don't care either way, but they might. <laughs> It'll give us another release to talk about. That yeah. is true. 
Yay, content. <laughs> well, that's it for releases. So let's move on into our voice emails. Woo! You have voice emails. Our first one comes to us. Actually, both of them are from people, I believe, who have sent us voicemails in the past. This is very coincidental. I only just now realized What this. good timing. That's right. Uh, I think one of them's like two months old, so I apologize. Okay. <laughs> First one we're going to play here comes to us from Jake Man. Jake Man, what you got to say? Hey there, Vegito X, Mary and Julian. It's me, Jake Man. Who's your favorite Gashapon figure? Mine has to be Puah. Well, the chibi version of Puah sitting on one of the Dragon Balls. I have nearly all of this line. Uh, Puah just seems to be my favorite. So who's your favorite out of all the series that have been... Well, there's quite a few, isn't there? See you later. Keep up the good work. Mary, we have a couple cute ones, and uh, I think this is probably from the same line that Jake Man's talking about. We have the little Bulma on the Dragon Ball. And I think that's actually my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> she looks I agree. cute. It's really, really cute. Except she's facing the wrong way right now. I think when we played DDR, all of the things kind of like shifted and turned directions. We're actually missing a few... No thanks to Cass. Um, of that same line, we have a Goku sitting on a Dragon Ball, but I don't know where that is. I'm uh, sad. That would be Terra's fault. Yep. I, I actually moved them up a shelf, so I we'll, see, we'll see what happens. I really don't want them there, but hopefully that's out of her range. We come home every day and there's more missing. Yeah, she destroyed my Genshiken figures. That shit was eight dollars. Heresy. Oh, did I mention I have episode 14? I want to see, I want to see. It's not subtitled yet. Damn. But if you want to watch the raw, it's like chapters 26 and 32 of the manga. Except the conversation over sushi becomes about fashion rather than job searching. Aww. That um, kind of defeats the purpose. Of uh, Julian, do okay, you anyway. have any <laughs> favorite Dragon Ball and Gashabon? Uh, I really don't have any besides like one and that's just like a little ten shinhan figure with a tiny tiny chaozu next to it so i guess if anything i'd have to be it because it's the only one i have nice uh, i also have one of Usopp, but that's one piece gotcha well uh i guess that answers that question well, which one do you like mike the bulma one. Oh, okay i do every convention we go to we try to pick up one or two more especially since they've actually been producing new merchandise exactly lately. there's been so many lately so Cool stuff. The next email, audio email no less, comes to us from Damon. Damon, what you got to say? Hey, this is Damon from Chicago. I just wanted to wish you a late happy one-year anniversary. Please keep it up. You guys do great work. And also, I was on iTunes today, and I noticed that there are five-song album versions of Chala Hedchala, as well as Makapushigi Adventure. And... I was wondering if you guys knew about those, and if you knew if there was a possibility for other Japanese Dragon Ball albums to perhaps be put on the American iTunes store. Thank you. Well, Damon, guess what we're going to do next week? I don't know. I don't Is think your you name hear Damon? You. Well, how would Damon know? <laughs> Yay, recording. We we'll have to bring him on live. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to answer your question with an episode. Wow, isn't I, that special? I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I actually hadn't listened to your voicemail, and then I listened to it and said, well, that gives me a great opportunity to do this topic. I want to go over what Dragon Ball music you can find on iTunes. It's possible. It is possible. Possible enough to make an episode about it. True. And we're not going to talk about the Falconer stuff, because I would never purchase that stuff, and 
you can just buy those CDs easily. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about, like Damon said, the Makafushigi 2005 is on there. The Hedgehala 2005 is on there. And lots of other cool remixes if you know what to look for. Uh-huh. So next week, we're going to play some samples from some of those remixes you can get on iTunes and talk about all the other stuff you can get. So look forward to that next week for our topic. So poor Damon has to wait. Uh, yeah, sorry. But I wanted to play it. That's cold. I'm sorry. If you would like to send us an email, we take the text, we take the MP3. You send them on over to podcast at dizex.com. So uh, send them on in. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Wow. Concise. It is a nice, short, and concise episode this week, yeah. but uh, we're going to do the little video thing, so that's almost yeah. like extra work to go along with the Yeah, podcast. but it'll be fun. That's true. It will be but, fun. But, you know, next week we can just shoot the shit around the table and see what happens. Do you want to actually record the episode with us next week in person? Why not? I mean, if I'm going to be there, well, I don't see why not. Yeah, that'll be cool. So maybe we'll do the music thing. We'll we'll listen to the songs beforehand and talk about them. Or, mm-hmm. or maybe we'll delay that in ep- or a week and make Damon wait. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we we yeah. don't know. So um, thanks for joining us on episode 68. We'll be back next week with the wonderful 69. Hopefully, Julian will be recording with us in person. And when I say hopefully, I mean he will be. That's that's always exciting. It was. As long as um, I have a voice. <laughs> yes, that that's also very true. Uh, and I need to talk about you with that. So we'll talk offline about next week's plans. But we'll say goodbye to you now. Actually, no, we'll say goodbye to Mary now. I can't get this right. <laughs> You're gonna send me away, huh? I'm gonna send you off to the land of video editing. Not tonight, but soon. All right, whatever. Mary, where can people find you online? You can find me at the website Tempelo Trunks, and that address is is www.templeotrunks.com. Fantastico! You need to do the Trunks cross-dressing screenshots. Tell me about it. I've been meaning to do them for like three years now, or however really? long those DVDs have been out. I think it's been longer than that. Shit. I can't remember. Anyways, Julian. Hello. You and I can be found at the Daisenshu of the E to the X. Word. Word. And that can be found at http colon slash slash www.daizex.com. That's <laughs> daizex.com. True that, my uh, good friend Julian. Thank you. So thanks, everyone. We will see you back next week with Julian in person so I can make funny faces at him. So for Mary and for Julian, I am Mike Libri, Vegito EX, and I'm down for whatever what's there left to wait for. It's Sunday, March 11th. I'm Vegito EX. And I'm Mary. And this is... Cut! Dragon Ball discussions you love. From people you trust. This This is... Cut! Warning. The following podcast may contain material that is inappropriate for listeners that are under the age of 18, are diehard DBZ dub fans, 
or get annoyed listening to the rantings of holier-than-thou-know-it-alls that had to walk uphill both ways in the middle of winter just to get to a shady Chinatown store and pick up a fan-sub VHS that may or may not even have watchable video. But it was okay, because Masako Nozawa could Come kick it. Again! This week's episode of Daisenshui X the Podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com, Cashfly.com, and Dr. Garrow's Industrial Strength Bird Feeders. For today's nature-loving Jinzo Ningen. Cut! Hello and welcome to Daizen Shui X the podcast, the festering boil of enlightenment, plaguing the unruly herd of dub-stricken Dragon Ball fanboys, swimming their way through a cornucopia of corporate batch reversionings, lies, and deceit. I'm Internet's Vegito EX. Cut! Welcome to Daisenshui X, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daisenshui X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Okay!